Ayo, welcome to another edition of the Streamcast. And this is going to be a very special one for a unique reason. Because we have sought high and low. And I know a lot of you are missing Isaac. You know, thinking, are we going to get a fourth member? Are we looking for a replacement? We were looking for the right person. And we found them. Can I get a drum roll, please? Introducing the newest member of the streamcast, Comunicando Oficial. Welcome, Hassan. Bienvenidos. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> like, you you now can't escape the puns. I'm here forever. It's too late. I signed the contract. <laughs> uh, there is a majority rule in the streamcast because it is a democracy. It's not a dictatorship. And I was overruled. So you're here now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> sensation. <laughs> How are you doing, bro? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm I'm feeling the the weight off my shoulders because we can actually talk about it now. And like I, I'm like not skating around it, be like, <laughs> I have this good news to tell people. <laughs> I'm joining these amazing people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're making me blush. Um yeah, of course. As you reference, this hasn't been a, uh, a, a, a an impulsive decision. It's been one that's taken a while. You know, lots of conversations, mm-hmm. strategy meetings, um, and it has to be the right person and the at the right time. Um, and we know what you've done in other places, and we know that you can bring a lot to us. So it just made perfect sense. Uh, but yeah, if you would like to give a little bit of a synopsis as to who you are, what you do. What you have done, <laughs> because you've been on the pod before, so people might be familiar with your face and your voice. But let the people in. Who is Hassan? Um, the man, the myth, the legend. I'm here. Uh, I am formerly of the Nerd Alternative. Um, I I have a burning passion for mostly indie games, movies, TV, pretty much anything nerdy. But indie games are where my heart lies. Um, I do a lot of like threads and reviews in that kind of way on twitter um haven't for a while they'll be back don't worry (laughs) (laughs) we signed those too uh there may even be some streams coming there may even be it might have happened by the time this is out um (laughs) there there'll definitely be some youtube content coming as well and you will hear my lovely voice on the podcast too Woo! That's it. We finally have an answer for when will you stream? Oh, it's <laughs> happened. It's too late. You can't stop me. Can't put this back in the can. <laughs> we are very happy to have you on board. Um, yeah, as you said, you'll bring in a ton of interests of almost gaps that we have in terms of indie games, in terms of the Xbox, PC, focus, movies, TV, anime. Um, there's a lot that you're going to bring over here. Hopefully those indie game review threads on Twitter, maybe those on YouTube, of course the streams. We're very excited to have you on. And uh, I guess in that vein, if we take it back all the way back, it's the question that I'll ask all the guests. And this is Mm. the Hassan Spotlight focus today. Do you remember your first ever game and console? Um, I, the first console we had in the house was the Super Nintendo. Um, I remember that vividly, uh, but I think the first console I had me was the Game Boy. Um, the, the most vivid kind of memories gaming wise that I had, I, I think I've talked about this on, on our, well, formerly our podcast, um, 
on the nerd sensitive, I, I talked about The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening being one of the most formative games for me. That was the game where I was where I realized what games could be and what storytelling in this medium could could entail and how magical a world you could be transported into. Um, I still fondly, fondly remember that game and the remake really just, it lit my heart on fire in a way that I haven't had from a Nintendo game in such a long time. It's beautiful. Dope. And uh, as you were saying that, I was just thinking, huh, Link's Awakening sounds really familiar for some reason because mm -hmm. Nintendo Direct have brought that game back out and I can't wait to play it. It is the game that I'm most excited about from that Direct. Um, oh, that was Minish Cap. Oh, no, they mm. did the Game Boy Advance one as well. You're right. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so they're bringing the Game Boy and the Game Boy Advance to the Nintendo Switch. And I mean, it's just been a long time coming. For my money, it's the console with the second best gaming library, I think, just behind the PS2. And it's very close. <sighs> Can't wait to see what games are going to bring back. I'm sure there's going to be some you know, legalities preventing some games coming back. But I can't wait to get cracking with Link's Awakening. I'm very excited about that. Stream it. I, I want to be in chat, not helping, and just watching you <laughs> suffer. I cannot wait. I'm visibly vibrating in excitement for that. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I am not opposed to doing that, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so from Link's Awakening, from the SNES and the Game Boy, let's talk about your favorite games. Do you have a top five? Yes, kind of. Um, it kind of, it kind of <laughs> like the problem with this, right? Is um, I play so many games and they're so separate in like the the genres and like the the reasons why I love them so much. It almost feels like a disservice to boil them down to just five because like there's some games I would say the gameplay isn't what makes them sing, but they are so evocative and so moving that. It deserves laurels in some of the best gaming experiences in while not being like oh my god run jump shooty stabby kind of thing do you know what i mean mm -hmm. um i'm going to throw out some basic answers i'm going to throw out some curveballs i'm gonna i'm gonna keep you on your toes right so okay. my the game that i feel is my greatest warm hug um comfort game that i play more than almost anything else is the binding of isaac i've put in a ridiculous amount of time i played it since it was a browser flash game all the way yeah. through consoles i'm somehow still not great at it but like we move <laughs> <laughs> um this is not a one two three four five best games but um the uh, fallout three would then come after that um i know a lot of people kind of like have negative memories about fallout three because they played the one and two which are phenomenal games first but there was something about the 3D world that just, as a kid, it was like, oh my god, I have a whole world to explore and I can literally do anything. It wasn't literally you could do anything, but it felt like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like having these lofty and weighty choices and the silliness of the writing. And like there was the amount of side quests you would just fall into and fall in love with during. It, it's a magical game. Like... I'm kind of currently going through a replay of that and New Vegas at the moment because I made the mistake of downloading them both at the same time instead of one at a time and just giving them the time they need. But yeah, here we are. <laughs> Maybe I'll stream one of those. We'll we'll see how that goes. Um, I would like to see it. 
yeah okay okay maybe maybe my I'll, I'll restart my new vegas and we'll we'll go through that on uh, on stream one time Sick. <clears throat> um i'm going to throw in uh journey here as well this this game is very short it's one that you can play in one sitting but it it leaves such a impact and such a weighty catharsis in the game. Like the gameplay is phenomenal. It feels so good. And it has one of the most interesting multiplayer mechanics that I had ever played at the time, where you had a companion, like you'd, you'd match up with someone else and there was no voice chat. So you would go through this world, you'd solve puzzles and all you could do is chirp at each other, just make these little like sounds to kind of like sing at each other. And it was mm -hmm. such a wonderful way to communicate. Because there was no stress at each other because you guys couldn't get the puzzle because, oh, it, we're just in this really beautiful world and we're flying around through the air and, oh, come over here. Let me show you what I found. And they show you what they found. It's a wonderful experience. I'm not going to talk about it any further because I absolutely think you need to play this game. If you haven't played this game, oh, oh my God, you need to play this game. I need to double check my catalog. It might be on there. But yeah, you've definitely told me about this game before and I mm. do want to try it out. How long do you think it is on average? Two and a half hours? Two and a half to three hours? Dope, dope. That could be a stream. Mm. Oh, it, like, I will be there. <laughs> Tears in my eyes, ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sick. All right, I need to enjoy the game myself. Cool. Mm. <laughs> um, I, I'm almost tempted to say play it off stream and just kind of enjoy it, but I also want to see you enjoy it at the same time. So I'm like, ah. <laughs> I'll just play it twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do that. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to throw The Witcher Three in here as well. Um, I'm a big RPG fan. Um, as surprised that absolutely no one who's ever been talked at about games by me. <laughs> um, and The Witcher Three was a distillation of the novels, which I loved. Um, the first two games, which were janky as all hell. But we're so much fun. Um, they, they're like at the level of jank where I don't know if I, I, I can't play one again. That game, yeah. Hmm, yeah. it's not aged well. It's aged like milk. It's, oh, it is. It's, it. it's, it's, it's a function of its time. Um, but Witcher Three was the perfect, the perfect meld of open world, the Witcher as a franchise, as a story, as a world, the characters, the character development, the interconnectivity of all of their stories coming from one to three so good so good and maybe some of the greatest dlc in in gaming history i think the hearts of stone and blood and wine so, uh, yeah i'm i'm saying my favorite dlcs almost hands down i've heard a lot about the witcher 3 and the prestige of the game and even the dlc i've just been mm. told you know the dlc is better than most games so I absolutely hear those shouts. Mm. Um, I I can almost go to top ten because I've just realizing so <laughs> many games that are like because I'm like Skyrim has to be there, has to be there. But Morrowind is the game that got me into the old uh, the Elder Scrolls, and it's still a game that every every time I think about, I just remember something that made me laugh, like almost pissed myself laughing about, or like something that really just got me like, oh my god, I need to do this. This is so cool. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like, it just gave you. There's like Bethesda back in the day used to be able to just evoke so much emotion, good and bad and everything in between at you through the way they told their stories. And it's I'm 
I'm really excited for Starfield. I've been burnt, but I'm <laughs> but I'm so excited. I'm so so excited. Um, yeah. Uh, honorable shout outs to Doom, Halo, Castlevania, the Metroid, like oh. Castle, like the Wolfenstein games. Come on, come on. There's so many amazing games. I like that the games that you've listed are games that I'm familiar with, games that have been on many people's top 10, top fives, but not many games like in the stream class that have got mm. crossover. Of course, there's Akira with um, Fallout, but I like that each member has those distinct games. And mm. I really, really do appreciate that. I think you're going to fit here like a glove. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's get into some of those games. So obviously there's going to be a new Elder Scrolls coming out soon. That was covered um, in the Developer Direct. It'll be sometime before 2050. <laughs> They're starting now. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's going to be the next game, they said. So once Starfield is done and dusted, um, they are going to get like the main forces kind of into developing Elder Scrolls Six. I'm trying not to think about it because I want it. I want it right now. I'm. Oh, I love the Elder Scrolls so much. So it's like anytime Todd Howard pokes his head up to say something, I'm like, please, don't, <laughs> don't you, don't you say, don't you say those words unless you have the game right now. Don't you say those words. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm so hype. Like I'm so hype. You've um, of course, mentioned Starfield. Are there any other games that you are excited about that are coming around, coming out around the corner, or maybe a year or two? Oh my god, there's so many games. I don't have time. Let's hear it. <laughs> um, yeah, so the big games, um, Atomic Heart is out 21st of this month. Um, the Redfall, Redfall's out in a couple of months after that. Um, but the things that I'm the most hyped for outside of those those three games with Starfield included, uh, Cocoon, the guys who did Inside, and Limbo, their new game. Oh my god, give it to me right now. I need it. Um, there's a new Hyperlight Drifter game coming out. If you've not played Hyperlight Drifter, you need to play Hyperlight Drifter. It's so good. Um, there's also an anime of Hyperlight Drifter. Oh, where's okay. That Netflix, where's that at? We need this. <laughs> They dropped this amazing trailer and then we're like radio silent forever. <laughs> God, I hate that. Mm, it's just my heart hurts, man. Um yeah, story uh season um a let like a letter to the future came out I wanna say lot like a couple of weeks ago, and I need to play that. That game looks beautiful. Zelda's out as well. How did I forget about Zelda being out? Like <laughs> oh my god. Um yeah, there's so, so many games out this year. Like, so many games out this year. Damn. And hopefully you'll get time to play them all, or at least some of them. Mm, um, maybe we play some on stream. Maybe. This is the, the glorious part. You know, the, this is the glorious part about this, because we know that you're very serious about, you know, getting to work and covering games, whether it's on Twitter or YouTube. Now, with the uh, aspect of Twitch involved as well, mm. there's uh, no telling just how much of a influence, how much of a uh, effect you're going to have on your growth and ours. That is the dream. We move together. 
That sounds like a slogan. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me slogan powers. I'm going to come up with some nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I guess you already covered it a little bit with what you've done for Nerd Alternative. But I guess for anyone who is watching this and is like excited, you know, you're joining us, the powers are mega powers. Mm. What can people expect from you? A chaos. <laughs> um from from me going forward with the streamcast yeah um if it's gaming related i'm interested um i've i made like a point of i i think like with the with the start of kind of podcasting and content creating i made a, a real big point to myself to step outside of my comfort zones and kind of challenge preconceived notions that i had like if if nothing else i realized how much of a gaming elitist i used to be and like it really it really made me appreciate other gamers way more like and really appreciate kind of why people love like franchises and series more um and it made me kind of want to try out new genres more and that's the thing um i think my aim is to convey that joy and that curiosity that that's what I want to. That's what I want to give people. I want to give people that burning passion to, to experience the magic and the storytelling and the love letters that games are from their creators. Like that's that's that is, that's what I want to bring to the table more than anything else. More than just a YouTube video or a Twitch stream is, the love that I have for gaming. I want you guys to have that too. Sweet, I love that, and um. That's definitely something that you can tell from, you know, me when I play something God of War related or Akira, I can tell that when she plays a horror game mm. or when she plays Fallout, she is so obsessed with Fallout and I love it. Um, I think that's what the beauty of content creation is. There are so many different types of people who like different types of games. No one person can like every game. I think that's fake. Mm. <laughs> so as you said, being able to you know, understand why people love franchises such as Battlefront or Fallout or Fable. To understand that through someone playing the game is, I think, the magic of gaming and the magic of content. And yeah, I can't wait for you to, you know, get on that with us. I do want to say some of my biases have been confirmed. JRPG, <laughs> I can't do. I'm so I'm so sorry, JRPG fans. I I've tried. I've tried so hard. But I can't seem to to like I just bounce off them. I think there is nothing to apologize for because you're keeping it real to yourself. And I think that's the most important thing. It would be doing yourself a disservice if you, mm. you know, were saying that you loved games like that, you know, like your final fantasies I, and stuff like that. We don't I'm want too, I'm too chaotic to lie. Like, I'm just, there we go. Like, there we go. <laughs> and like, I that's think, like one of the sorry, go on. I was gonna say, I think like one of the the greatest problems I have is like the joke brain moves faster than the tact brain. So like I'll see something and I'll be like, "This is hilarious to tweet," and I'll be like, "Oh no, the developer put so much time and effort into that. I, I should have been so mean. Like I'm so sorry." It'll be fine. Nah, 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 nah. You're chaotic. It's fine. <laughs> For the most part, I'm I'm never like you're an idiot. I'm just like this is silly. Like that's that's my energy. Yeah, 
I think if there's either a productive or conducive or constructive way to put that message across, I, I think there's no harm done. You're not mm. going to like every game. Like I said before, it's not possible. And mm. if it's a way that you can communicate, hey, this is just a mechanic that does not excite me because my brain likes this. I don't think uh, anyone should be offended. But you never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah I I I feel like um there's there's certain things where people are like if you don't like this it's an attack on me and yeah I'm sorry <laughs> like it's just that's on them though that's a personal problem <laughs> mm. I I know I definitely used to be like that you know growing up but mm. at the same time it's not a personal attack on you if you're a developer or a publisher in that game, then, mm. okay, I can understand it. Okay, I get it if you take that as a personal attack. But if you're a fan, no, nah, they just don't, they don't <laughs> gel with the same things you do. It's fine. Mm. You can still be friends. Like, exactly. <laughs> like Dark Souls. Yes. And we're hey. still good friends. <laughs> Honestly, every time someone criticizes Dark Souls or insults the game or says mm-hmm. they hate it, it I take it like a badge of honor. I take it like pride. I revel in it. I enjoy it. I'm still trying to convince Troy to play Dark Souls. <laughs> you know what you know what they call that when when people like being hurt. There's a word for it because of them. Oh yeah. I mean look, it was locked down. I had nothing to do. I thought I'll torture myself with some from software. Mm. And now I'm here. <laughs> and the rest is history. That's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh you love it man I, I i really deeply enjoy watching people who who love those kind of games because i get the vicarious joy of of playing them without having to play them and that's mm. like so much fun to me and with you guys with the amazing vibes constantly who better who better to hang out with like and watch you suffer <laughs> <laughs> there we go there we go I, um, I, I I tried I so hard I was like be nice be nice no it's your suffering it's your tears num 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 <laughs> no of course I I understand it and I appreciate it I mean you know streams are not easy to consume I understand because it's just hours upon hours so um the fact that you you do spend so much time watching us is you know something that we do appreciate greatly and now there is years of animosity loaded up in my gun <laughs> i'm waiting for you to stream it's time let's go payback um changing my name and i'm moving to tahiti <laughs> <laughs> it's payback time <laughs> honestly i am i i'm happy to reap what i've sown <laughs> that's what we like that accountability our responsibility we're here for it <laughs> mm. like the the one thing i learned very early on is like if you're willing to to come in and 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 mess with people on stream, you you gotta take it. <laughs> you gotta take that on the chin right back. And I'm ready. <laughs> it's rule number one. If you can't take it, don't dish it. I don't respect people who can't take what they dish. But many of those people exist. So <laughs> <laughs> um, let's uh, bring things a little bit more seriously. And um, you talk about one change that you'd like to see in the gaming industry because at Streamcast, it's all about playing hard as well as, you know, enjoying each other's company. Um, 
yeah, we love to play games, but we also want to see that real life social offline change. So mm. whether it's online, offline, what kind of change would you like to see in the gaming industry? The change that I'm most excited to see is already starting to happen, which is like mind blowing. Um, it's unionization and the like the safety and the protection of work is becoming more forefront and more paramount because like we've seen um, in the industry, the turnover of, of like skilled workers, like people who are so passionate and love what they do, but they cannot do it to the degree that they're expected because of the, the expectation is so unrealistic and so inhuman in places. And it's like, no one should, no one should have to like, no one should have to break themselves as a person to like to put out a game for for our entertainment like i i know i don't feel comfortable when a game has been like crunched on i don't think it's a it's a healthy practice like i don't think it's for the longevity of game development and for game developers themselves it's not a practice that should stick around and i think when game developers and people who do qa finally have the ability to stand up for themselves and unionize and protect others like them we're going to have so much more of a better space for game creation and i honestly think we're gonna have better games from it because when you have people who are like tired and broken and constantly being cycled out the game suffers because of it yeah you're not lying yeah I, i would rather wait five more years for a game than it make 80 people leave gaming you know what i mean yes yeah i appreciate that man that is one of mine as well just simply outlaw crunch make it illegal Mm. you have a certain amount of hours to work on this game and if it doesn't get done it doesn't get done Mm. i know that you know these companies are you know subservient to shareholders nowadays Mm -hmm. but honestly as you said if you give people breaks if you give people the time to grow and to rest hey they're gonna come back fresh and you know they're not gonna take shortcuts that game is gonna Mm. be even more amazing if you give them more time Mm. so i'm definitely hoping that within a few years i mean tomorrow would be nice but crunch gets outlawed (laughs) (laughs) yeah as a as a first step as a first basic step i think because like there's the, the industry is full of just such amazing people, like such wizards. Like it's, it's, mm. it's like it's actual witchcraft to me. Like how a game goes from just ones and zeros to an entire world. We have to lord that ability. Like we have to lord that like skill, that talent, the writing. Like from every single angle, we we can't keep letting others be abused for our entertainment. We can't do that. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And um, I hope that it happens sooner rather than later. The gaming industry is still quite young when you compare it to like movies and TV. So um, I know there's a um, actors guild for mm-hmm. people out in America. And I hope we get something like that in the gaming scene worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen uni- unions form, but you know, it's something that I'd like to see happen uh, at a global scale and just have it be, this is law now. You cannot take advantage of these people. Because like you said, it would be a damn shame to see so many people just hate the gaming industry because of what it is. 
Damn, we should end this on a happier note. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the other thing I want to like, I want to see from the gaming, like, I, I like kind of games going forward. I think, and gamers themselves. I, my, because I again I have a bias here. Like, indie is my thing, but like, I think the stories told in indie are some of the most unique and most personal. And I, I really want to see indie take a step further into the spotlight and a step further into people's eyes because I I spend so much of my time recommending like kind of a la carte games to people I know because I know what they like and what kind of mechanics they like and I go this is the game that fits you and it's a very small team or it's an indie team and it's someone who clearly has made this their passion project and I mm -hmm. think that you should enjoy their passion because it coincides with yours right I, I, I want to see I want to see the indie space like set on fire and become its own kind of cosmosphere to just be this own big thing and kind of take take the formulaic AAA to one side because like the the big games are great and they are amazing and the polish and the lighting and the detail and like the scale unbeatable but it doesn't have to be everything we play and it shouldn't even be the majority of what we play frankly there's so much out there and i want to see that come to the forefront yeah very well put um i think we are going to see that that's i don't even think that's a hot take i think that's what we're going to see i think the indie scene is going to boom and that's going to be because of shareholders and the AAA studios putting out games that we don't want i think games um staying the same you know following the same formula not mm -hmm. taking risks i think that's going to cause an effect of people running to these indie games which are cheaper and mm -hmm. as you said are telling richer stories i think in the very near future we're going to see catalogs of we will play maybe three or four triple a games a year and then we'll have a bunch of indie games just every now and then cycling in and out mm. I mean, look at a game like celeste amazing and we're going to see more games just like that i think that's going to happen yeah <laughs> i'm excited i'm excited <laughs> so there you have it boom streamcast has their newest member it's hassan um I'm sure people are going to want to find out where they can follow you. And I'm sure you've got a decent following already from your time at the Nerd Alternative. But where can people keep up to date with you? Uh, I, you can find me at Actual Human Hass on Twitter. That's pretty much all um, social media I use. I'm on a bunch of people's Discord. So, like, if you're on Discord, I'm about. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, uh, Twitter is where you can find me most easily. I might start doing some regular streams on my own channel. Well, that will all go up on Twitter. But for the most part, you're going to find me on the streamcast. Um, don't worry. If you need me, it'll be out there. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And uh, while you're on there following Hassan on Twitter, you can follow us as well. Streamcast underscore. We've just passed a thousand followers. So thank you so much for the support. And uh, onwards and upwards to 2000. We're also on Instagram and TikTok on the same handle, streamcast underscore. We've passed 250 TikTok followers and 800 Insta followers. So help us as we 
aim for 300 TikTok and 900 Instagram followers. And we are also on YouTube. So check us out, youtube.com forward slash streamcast. If you are watching this podcast on YouTube, give us a thumbs up, leave a comment. Let us know what your favorite indie game is because I have dubbed Hassan King of the Indies. This is official title. Let us know what your favorite indie is. Puts crown on. <laughs> Make sure you subscribe, tap the bell, set it to all so you get all the videos as soon as they go live. And we've just passed 400 subscribers. Thank you, everyone, for all of your support. It really melts my heart to see everyone, you know, come together and help us make something out of this gaming space. So there should be something going on to celebrate soon. Keep an eye on our Twitter to find out more. Pick hit Andy. When is he back? We need him, <laughs> we need him in our lives. Oh, actually, that's not a bad shout. Mm. Um, <laughs> we're on Twitch. Streamcast TV on Twitch. Um, you might see Hassan more on our Twitch channel, but Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays from 9 p.m. UK time, you can expect to see some goated streams there. Whether it's bad gameplay, you're going to see good vibes. So make sure you follow us and help us get to 500 followers. And our podcast is available on all audio-only platforms as well. So whether you're a Spotify person or you like Apple, or you like Amazon Music, we are there. We're on Anchor anchor.fm forward slash streamcast <laughs> that is where you can get all of our platforms and for anything else go to the streamcast.co.uk for events mm. blog posts all of that i hope honestly, you oh, sorry go on honestly check out the blog post i think that was one of the first places i was checking you guys out oh dope oh, okay nice. that's good to know <laughs> oh, thank you kindly mm. um yeah, make sure you keep it locked on the streamcast because there's going to be so much more content this year, our fifth year of making this goated content. Um, if you like Hassan, good. If you don't, also good. Because... <laughs> I was going to say, that's your mistake to make. Until next time, take care of yourselves and your loved ones. Stay safe, and we'll see you on the next streamcast. <laughs>